This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to Rockcast. We are back with the first podcast of 2017, and there are the standard four of us here around the mic today, but I think we should introduce ourselves in the spirit of New Year's. Um, I'm Emily, and... I'm Nick Erdo. I'm David Turner. And I'm Barry White. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm John Admiston, but my throat is a little clent. That's a good word. Raspy. I was going to say froggy. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll go with Froggy. I like that. So let's talk about where Rock is. Okay, so we are at um, officially 6.1 is out. However, 6.2 was in alpha earlier this week, and now it just went beta a few minutes ago. So we are looking for a rapid release schedule. We want to get um, this out of beta as quickly as possible. So are we trying to maybe next week, hopefully, yeah. to go production, mm-hmm. as long as uh, we don't hear anything bad. So you can expect to have 6.2 by next week. Great. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And all our beta people are busy doing their thing. Yes. Yeah, seven, will we be. Have <laughs> 72 uh, nice. people just got that notice. So there should be a, a fair amount of activity. That's exciting. Thanks, uh, beta team, for working on that. Yeah. Good. All right, so Nick, you were also involved in one of our very first uh, new events of the year called the Rock and Road Show yesterday. How yeah. did yours go? Yeah, it went really well. We had uh, a number of churches uh, come out and even some last-minute registrations. Um, we had a, a group from Flagstaff, um, Michael Garrison's church, actually. It was the new guy, and they said, hey, why don't you go to the road show and get up to speed? So it was a, a, a quick, easy way to kind of ramp up his knowledge. Um, Great guys. Um, And uh, there was a number of other people there, lots of good questions. Good. And um, I think it could potentially be the the start of uh, our local user group. So they were bonding amongst each other. It was perfect. Very cool. Yeah. We love the rock community um, and everything they can do virtually together. But there's something really unique that happens when you're all occupying the same space at the same time. Yeah, my only, one of my comments is uh, two hours, like, isn't enough. We really were starting to spill over into a third hour, deeply into a third hour, but not everybody had uh, planned for it. So they had to break away. But I could see us easily doing another, um, easily another hour, but possibly two hours. Well, the, it could always kick off the start of a local rock community organization that got together from yeah. time to time. So anyways, a little background information. If you have not yet heard of the Rock and Road Show, it is um, a first quarter event that we are taking around to many different regions in the U.S. and working with the local rock community in each of those regions to put on a two-hour event with a presentation of the basics of rock. So if you're new to rock or if you know a church that's considering rock, curious about it, or thinking about some type of uh, CHMS switch in the next couple of years, 
this event is perfect because it introduces what we are, kind of what sets the uh, rock apart as a product, as a community, as an ecosystem, and then has a, a Q&A that follows it, as Nick was talking about, and really gives churches the opportunity to say, hey, um, I'm getting what you're saying about rock, but here's my situation. How do these two go together? And so it's a great opportunity for that. Um, and if you have not had a chance to look for one near you, I would suggest going to our webpage right now. Go to rockrms.com slash roadshows, and you'll see we have uh, many, many of those still to go. Next week, um, John, you are actually going to be in Texas for two of those, right? Yep, Dallas and then Houston. So we're not letting him use his voice all weekend, so he'll be less froggy by by Texas. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but that's good. So we're excited. We're seeing a lot of good registrations. Um, but again, if you already know about the roadshow or if you feel like you don't need an intro to rock class, but you know other churches, think about your connections locally or, or in some of those regions and uh, invite those churches. Give them the personal invite. That always goes better than um, just hearing about it secondhand. If they hear a personal invite from somebody who knows, that's really what drives it. Um, the Roadshow also gave us the opportunity to announce uh, another big topic that you all will want to hear about. David, do you want to tell us about that? Sure. We're excited to announce that we have a date and a location for our annual conference, RX 2017. It's going to be at Willow Creek Church in Chicago on August 28th and 29th. I mean, that's just our annual conference where we can we come to showcase some of the new features in Rock. And we ask for you guys to kind of share your best practices. So we're going to be looking at you, think about what you want to present, and uh, it should be a great time to meet other users of Rock and just really get best practices. Great. And like David said, you are uh, key to what makes Rock work, and we want to hear how you're using the things that we build to uh, have real-life application and empower your church. That's what everyone wants to hear. So um, we are looking at you. you. And the registration is open on the website, so yes. take a look and get registered. Get registered early. That's right. Um, and just a reminder, we do our conference a little bit differently. A lot of times you'll go to a conference, you'll have day one, day two, day three, and the momentum's wearing down, and people book their flights, and they're ready to leave town. It's uh, We don't want to have that useless third day that's just kind of a hanger-on. So we really pack all of our content into two days. And um, you are going to be best served if you fly in the day before and fly out the day after. And just assume everything that's happening in between those two days is going to be full of great content and it's really going to be full of great connections. So if you leave early, you will be missing out on the opportunity to have some really powerful, meaningful rock connections that will serve you at least for the whole um, next year. So definitely make sure you're booking your travel to um, support that. Another thing we have made a change from since the last two years is that we will be having a, a portion of this conference in two tracks. So there will be a portion that's related to New to Rock and a portion that's related to more of the seasoned community members and some things that fit with both of you. And then there will be a, a portion of it as well that is for everyone. So that was based on some feedback we've had. We always like to honor your feedback, and I think that's going to go really well. Not to mention that we moved it central. So yes, thank you, Willow Creek. We're very excited yes. uh, to host there. 
Um, let's see. We have committed to make, keeping you updated on pledges, and we used our conference last year to roll out a pledge drive for 2017 and try to add a little more transparency there because we know what's going on here, and we just get so busy working, sometimes we forget to tell you where we're at. So we'll do a little update on the pledge. Uh, the pledge drive has been going pretty well, and um, we are funded at about 83% of our budget for this year which is good because the first quarter we're really planning hard. We're looking and mapping out features that we want to write into core and trying to plan all of that out. Um, it's, it's a good start. Uh, at the same time, we're noticing our community growing at a much faster clip than it was in the previous couple of years. So we're knowing that our budget there is just really the beginning. Like we really need to be able to keep growing um, simultaneously with the community. So we do ask that if you are using Rock and loving Rock and it's powering your church, would you power us too? Um, we de definitely need those donations to keep growing and moving and, um, and putting the new features of Rock in your hands. We've got a lot of great ideas. We've, we've given you some more behind the scenes in our whiteboard sessions lately, and there's good stuff coming. So help us, help us get that in your hands quickly, if you could, please. We did want to let you know right now that about 40% of churches that are using Rock are donating to Rock. We know that's never going to be 100% because the point of Rock is that ministries that are too small to, to contribute can still have really powerful tools in their hands. But we also know that that isn't the best number to shoot for. We really need every church that can to contribute what they can to keep this mission moving. So it's definitely a different um, organizational setup than you'll find in most uh, CHMS products, but the open community aspect is really what pulls people in. So once you're in, let's contribute because we're all doing this together. And um, have those pledges then turned into actual online Oh, that's a great question, okay. Nick. And yes, almost all of them have converted into Perfect. giving or um, the recurring transactions, like you said, set in place. So that's going really well. Good. We've got we've got great people that commit and follow through. So okay. it's a good team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have one other thing that we've been kind of talking around about for time, um, and it's, it's really starting to come to fruition, and it's got some exciting opportunities. So. John, if you want to talk about it a little bit, if you can, and then save your voice after that. Yes, I'll try. <clears throat> well, one of the things I think we've noticed is that things are going really well with Rock. I think Emily kind of alluded to that. But there is something that's still needed, and that's support. And uh, a lot of people want to pay for that. And there's a lot of uh, third-party development that needs to be done. And uh, last year, we did a lot of that, David and I, through Minecart. And that was what kept us alive last year. Um, but that's really growing, and, and we looked at that, and we thought, well, we have two options. We can either grow Minecart, or we can grow something maybe closer to Spark. Uh, problem is Spark is a nonprofit, so there's certain things we can and can't do, and there's certain things we should pay tax on um, as responsible citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, so, that, and that was one of the reasons why we created Minecart. Uh, but uh, Emily has spent a lot of time talking to our lawyers and to our accountants, and we think we have a, um, a better way. And uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to start a for-profit that's 100% owned by the nonprofit. So Spark will own this, this entity, and this will be the uh, vehicle that we use to provide all those services. Uh, I think that's healthy because it services Spark in the end, so all profits would go to Spark 100%. Uh, and uh, it kind of 
meets all the needs uh, at the same time supporting Spark really well. So we will be launching that entity here soon. It's going to be called Spark Ability Net Group. So it has a tie in the Spark, so Spark Ability Group. And um, you know, to that end, we're trying to, to keep that going too. Uh, and we'll be trying to grow that so that we can meet the needs of those uh, out there. There's also obviously a lot of great partners. And so we, we do want you guys to still be supporting them look at them, sometimes there would be a better fit than, than SparkAbility, either because of location or expertise or bandwidth. Um, so I think right now there is more than enough work to be done that can't be met. I mean, there's just so much stuff that needs to be done. Yeah, every month there's more work. There's more churches coming online. They want more help. They want to buy services. They want to buy help uh, and migration help. So it's not getting it's not diminishing it's only growing yeah in a sense it's almost like one way to look at it is like there's a pie and we can all split it but that's really not the way this is there is we are a pie factory <laughs> there's pies coming out pies for everyone it reminds me of the lucille ball episode where they're trying to stuff those little candies yeah, yeah. the candies are coming too fast yep. and there's just not enough uh not enough resources trained resources um, so there was an announcement, too, we made that uh, Mike Peterson, uh, we were able to um, bring him. He was, you know, leaving and going to a, a corporate job, and we were able to bring him in um, and kind of, in a sense, keep him in the church, uh, keep him in uh, the rock community. And so he is part of SparkAbility. So um, now Spark will have a relationship with SparkAbility to do some core stuff, too. Uh, so he, Mike will be working on some core stuff, but for the most part, his time is available for anybody mm-hmm. who needs it. Right. Right. We're really excited about that. Like John said, there's so much work to be done, and we've been hearing, oh, for at least the past 12 months from churches that say, um, you talk about accessibility, but really, for it to be accessible to our church without a tech staff, we need to hire support. We need to hire uh, someone who can handle our migration, or we cannot use Rock. And so since uh, accessibility is one of our core values, we've known that we're not hitting the mark operating the way we have been. So we need to, we need to make it more accessible. And that really has been the driving motivation behind this. Um, so we are very excited to see um, not only how we can help meet those needs, but how we can you know, also contribute to and support um, the nonprofit as well through it. So um, as John mentioned, every church has unique needs. SparkAbility will be able to meet some churches' needs in some areas. Some churches will find they have different needs, or they have a local connection and a trained resource in their area, and that is fantastic. We um, support our partners, and they support us, and we're very, very happy um, that they are contributing in the manner that they are to helping churches come online with Rock and, and being that support partner for them as well. So we want to thank you for tuning in with us here today and for being a really incredible dynamic community. I talk to a lot of churches, and there's not one conversation I have with a church where we don't reference the incredible community that really keeps Rock going. That's you, and we're so thankful for you.
This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.